Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? On this episode, Jaime Rivera and myself are hosting a returning guest to the show, Hassan Anjum, Director and Head of Product for New Computing at Samsung. Samsung partnered with us here at Pocket Now to reunite the three of us so that we could bring a great podcast episode to you. Hassan tells us what he has been up to in the year since he last came on the show. And then we get into talks regarding the brand new Samsung Galaxy Tab S7 FE. We talk about the tablet's great price point, what the term fan edition really means, and then we talk about what our ideal daily device might be. With all of that said, let's get into this talk with Hassan Anjum of Samsung. Enjoy. Hi, mate. Can you believe it? It has been almost an entire year since we have had our guest. You could see him right in the middle. We have had our guest on the podcast, and we have him back right now. <laughs> I know. I, uh, um, I'm curious. Uh, this We have somebody right now that is the only person that I've known that can actually walk on a treadmill while he works. I need more secrets into that. Uh, oh, my God. I think it's time to catch up. All right. We have our special guest, Hassan Anjum, uh, Samsung's Director of Product Marketing for New Computing. And if I remember correctly, the last time we had you on, uh, you were just coming into this role. So I'll tell you what, we are so happy to have you back on the show. Uh, you definitely don't need any introduction from me and Jaime, but you can go ahead and just let us know. What have you been up to? How are things going in New Computing? How have you been? First of all, Jaime, thanks for that intro. I feel like whenever I need to feel special, I'll just come on these uh, podcasts with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, what have, what have we been up to? I mean, you guys already know we've been pretty busy, uh, mm -hmm. releasing all these, uh, amazing products. Uh, it's been a pretty, uh, interesting, um, challenging year, I would say, uh, for all of us and, uh, mm -hmm. for us to actually meet the, meet the needs of consumers, uh, and their ever evolving needs has been pretty exciting for us. So. Uh, Jaime, I, actually, interesting, over the past year, something has changed, uh, speaking hmm. of the treadmill. Um, I did see your video on the Peloton. I'm sorry. And, I apologize uh, I, for that. No, it was good. It was a really good one. <laughs> um, I, I think I think what you said was completely fair. I will tell you this. I bought one. Huh, huh. So, all right. All right. I am curious. Uh, but we've got like a full team, actually. Uh, you, you do realize that this whole thing about the Peloton was actually a conversation that started with Baldwin, which is somebody who used to work with you guys. Um, and, you know, it just spun off this idea that I can't give a recommendation on a product unless I actually try it because I didn't recommend him to buy it. He ended up buying it. He ended up loving it. And then I give it a try and it was like, crap. Oh, man, this is so good. Oh, God, this is so bad. Yeah. This is so bad. I, I'm curious yeah. to hear how it's been, man. So wait, so you're, you're moving away from the treadmill and working? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm diversifying. As, <laughs> Great way to put as, it. Yeah, so but for me, you know, cardio is tough. So, I mean, I, you know, for people who can run, people who do cycling and stuff, it's easy, but it's, it's, it's tough. That's why I, I, I was on the treadmill when I was working because I'm distracted. And the Peloton is great because, you know, the instructors are basically yelling at you and distracting you. <laughs> so for me, it's it's good enough uh, the, to keep me going. The, there's, a, there's one thing that I really love about those classes, and it's the moment when it's getting really hard and you've got instructors like Robin saying, yes, you can. Like that particular yeah. phrase, yes, you can. I think that that's been probably one of the drivers that has that I've had for the past year. I mean, I was even going to ask you, like, uh, has travel back to Korea gone back to normal? Anything for you? I mean, I, I've seen you guys adapt in so many ways, and I'm curious to to understand, like, what it's been like for you. Yeah, uh, well, travel hasn't picked up yet. As you probably remember, I, I think the last time we saw each other live was CES, what, uh, last, last CES? 2020, yes. Yeah, so that was sort of when my travel was, um, what do you call it? just traditional, if you will. I was on a plane every <laughs> four days, but after that, everything just, you know, just stopped. Yeah. And uh, we, I don't think we've ramped up travel quite back yet. Um, you know, what I do right now requires me to sort of be in person with different teams. As you said, in Korea, I'm in Korea multiple times a year. Uh, nationally, I'm all over the place, but um, we've, we've adopted quite well. And, uh, you know, being able to bring products and solutions to market with uh, such a different style of working was a huge undertaking for us. So it was actually pretty exciting, too. Oh, 
Interesting. Interesting. Well, we all need to catch up, like in, like in not person. just in in person, but you know, maybe in Korea as well. Like, who knows? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Who knows? Next, uh, next CES. Maybe. Keep giving him ideas, Josh. Please, thank you. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my absolute best right now. <laughs> all right. So, Hassan. Uh, here's the thing. It's not all the time that we get the opportunity to have somebody of your caliber. I mean, it's it's. It, it just is like you get the chance to be at these unpacked events. You get the chance to be able to like plan all these products, be a part of that narrative. And, and for us, it's like a real treat to have you on the show mainly because of that, because of the insight that you provide. But I mean, it's, I mean, it's 2020, 2021 has been a crazy time to say the least. And I, I don't know. I keep noticing that Samsung continues to reinvent itself. I mean, uh, we go through this pandemic. I mean, the economy gets hit. And, you know, I think that Samsung is one of the only companies that is currently like in touch with the reality that people are dealing with, because I'm noticing that, uh, you know, every single one of the products that I've reviewed from you guys this year has been probably like, I, I remember I, I did a review on the Galaxy Book Pro 360 and it was the best value. Like I, I, it started with the concept, like what is the best computer that people could buy right now? And, you know, it ended up being the best value. And then, you know, we get devices like the Chromebook 2, which brought all the essentials of the Galaxy Chromebook, but then you guys dropped the price in half, if not more. Uh, you know, we get other products like, you know, the Go series, and I'm just, um, I'm I'm curious as to, you know, what has been this process, just mind sharing, you know, what the thought process has been, because I feel that other companies are out of touch. Like I've seen other companies just iterate on what they have, make even products more expensive, and that's not necessarily what the market needs right now. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good question. I mean, you know, Chromebook 2 was uh, quite an exciting addition. Speaking of CS, right after, uh, you know, a year after that, we introduced the Chromebook 2. Uh, I know you guys are really excited about it, especially the the Fiesta Red. Actually, I'll, I'll you. give you an interesting oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll give you an interesting uh, fact. At one point, ninety percent of people who were buying uh, the you know the Chromebook Two were actually buying the Fiesta Red model versus the traditional gray color. And it's mm. actually interesting because that's a you know not a traditional color you would think in a you know laptop, no. if you will. But mm -hmm. people were buying it 90%. And that's, you know, that was a huge, huge thing for us. So, uh, and I think for us um, to set the stage, that device continued to cement the fact that we've not only been agile to your point, but also the fact that we haven't been afraid to reinvent categories, including beyond just Chromebooks and Windows PCs, right? So to answer your question, for me, giving you, maybe giving you um, behind the scenes, if you will, there are three big notions at Samsung, frankly. The first one is uh, one size does not fit all. And that notion is interesting because it really dictates how we move or navigate the landscape. So consumers are different, partners are different. So providing limited options isn't really uh, an option, uh, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. um, I, th I, would, I would say the number two is leaning, leaning into the best of our world. If you think about it, Samsung really is passionate and, and plays in multiple categories, you know, from TVs to, to wearables to refrigerators to smartphones with 5G. So bringing those learnings and strengths, shifting to different, bringing in and shifting them to different categories has really allowed us to uh, reinvent what I would call traditionally stable uh, categories. Uh, and then lastly, uh, which I think is the most important one is uh, one of the most important ones, at least all three are equal, really. But we don't really cross the finish line alone. You know what I mean? Like we'll yeah. work with, uh, we'll work super close with partners, whether it's operating system partners, channel partners, carrier partners, and frankly, the list goes on, right? Uh, there's a saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go farther, go together. Mm. Uh, points one that. and two, notions one and two, uh, really... Um, uh, points one and two really keep us going fast, and points three is all about that togetherness. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And and how how have you seen the reaction from consumers? Because I, again, I I I would I guess I was not expecting this. Like you know, from the products that we reviewed in 2020, which was always you know we had you know Samsung pushing innovation, the most vanguard products. These are the most capable ones. These do things that other products just don't do. And, you know, there was a price to match. And then I just see this like complete 
turnaround where those products are still available for people that want them. Uh, but then you just meet people at the price tag plus the added perks. Like, you know, can you tell me a little more about that journey? Yeah, you know, uh, what has been really interesting about this past year is consumers not only have sort of elevated experiences or demand elevated experiences, but also, um, you know, want price points. There's, it, it, there's price sensitivity, obviously, at this at this time as well. So yeah. what we've been doing to the notion, number one, is this idea of one size does not fit all. And the reaction has been just phenomenal. So you see enthusiasts saying we want the best. We're OK with you know, the high price points, the uh, whatnot, if you will, just give it to us, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll call them, we'll, we'll, take, we'll take it up. The next piece is the people who want the Samsung brand, if you will, and want the, uh, the things that make Samsung really special, uh, but maybe, maybe have a little bit of a sensitivity on, the, on the, the price and looking for more of the value. Well, the interesting thing is, is our compromises, to your point earlier to the Chromebook 2, has, hasn't been drastic. Where, where people are like, oh my goodness, I'm giving up so much. No. And it's been, it's been phenomenal for that. And the reactions, when we look at social sentiments, when we look at behind the scenes, when we look at owner insights, owner insights are basically studies that we, we look at uh, the reactions to our, our products. People, people, the big theme is, thank you, we're happy, we're satisfied. Mm. And for us, that is sort of the indicator of success. Good, good. Yeah, so uh, going from computing, of course, we have a lot of mobile products, a lot of accessories as well. By the way, just one quick callback, uh, since we're calling back to the last time we spoke, um, I did say more of the red, like in the Samsung Galaxy Note 10, would be amazing to see and more products, and there you go. <laughs> yes. yes. So it's great to hear that that actually is like 90% is what you said. Like, that's pretty amazing. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really happy to see that. I would rock a red uh, product like that as well. Um, but, okay. Uh, across do, all do you, those... you just need to you just need to start giving us more ideas That's all. <laughs> i'm doing my best <laughs> start writing uh, them down start writing them down <laughs> yeah but definitely do i mean we're 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 recording this so yeah it's all it's all documented <laughs> okay. uh, so across all of those different products we of course have another category and that's going to be tablets so of course that's part of the focus of what we're talking about today um I actually view Samsung as one of the last like real vanguards, knights in shining armor, if you will, uh, actually putting a lot of attention to detail into the tablet category and even at different price points, which we'll get to a little bit later. I mean, the last time we spoke, I mean, I was I'm still using the Galaxy Tab S7 Plus here, complete with the keyboard, with the trackpad, all of that stuff. And I'm actually using it right now uh, during this call. So like, this is this is great. Um, but have you noticed, especially since the last time we spoke, any changes in behavior specifically in the tablet space? Yeah, that's a that's a really good um, that's a really good point for us. You know, uh, I, I go back to the original theme that uh, what I mentioned earlier. You know, when we look at how the consumer behavior changed for computing devices, it was people were wanting to buy purchase drivers or the intent to purchase was on top. Traditionally, it's not really, it's kind of like what I would say number four, number five in the past years. But because of the current climate, people were wanting to buy computing devices more than what you would think for any other categories. And that was actually surprising for us. Well, not too surprising, but we understood that. I mean, the drastic leap it took to get to number one was interesting. So yeah. what, what happened was, and I go back to this, is the expectations changed. For us, when we looked at tablets, for example, large screens became a huge uh, theme. Mm -hmm. So you see people saying, hey, if I'm going to upgrade my tablet, or if I'm going to buy a tablet, or, or what we call new to the category, or I'm going to switch, a large screen or screen size is really important. And that's really interesting because... Uh, when you compare tablets or what I call detachables to, you know, other, you know, computing categories, the unique aspect is when you look at the consumer journey, screen size is the big one. So people actually, when they start to sort of pick the hierarchy of what things they're looking for, consumers, if you will, it is screen size that really elevates up. So in other words, in other categories, there may be some sort of compromise on screen size. Oh, it has mm -hmm. a higher processor, I'll take a less screen size. But tablets has less of a compromise on that. Does that make I sense? Yeah. So for us, um, you know, large screens has been and will be a focus uh, for the next couple of years. 
Yeah, because I mean, just just speaking personally here, I mean, we are techies, we are all very into all of these products. And of course, we're going to look for specific specs and details and stuff like that. But leading up to my time with this Tab S7 Plus, I, I wouldn't really call myself a tablet person. It wasn't necessarily a, I might be that user you were just talking about, which is new to the category, because it's just not an everyday product. Up until this came onto my lap, uh, almost quite literally, and I started using it as a productivity device, writing up scripts and watching stuff on the beautiful screen. And, and you're right, like the larger screen, perhaps with the year that we have had, did become a lot more important to me. So now I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, this is one of the best tablets I've ever used especially coming from someone who might not have even used tablets so often to begin no, with. No, <laughs> I love tablets. I just, I can't. Like, yeah. like for me, tab, but for me, tablets have been more of companion devices. And there are mm. very few, and we're gonna, actually going to discuss that because there are very few companies that have actually figured out how, what to do with a tablet, like how to actually take advantage of a tablet. Um, I'm, a, I'm actually curious uh about the whole transition of like right right now for example we're going into the transition into 5g and uh mm. if there is a device where you actually want 5g is in a large form factor like this is just it i want to to have you know if, if the promise of 5g is you know full connected everything I actually want it in a tablet. I want it in something that's portable, that's practical. I mean, Samsung was pretty much first with 5G on phones, uh, almost pretty much ahead of even the carriers. Like I remember carrying the S10 5G and, and we were still struggling to get carriers to to move up to it. And you know, now it's become like sort of a norm in that department, but I'm I'm curious about the con I'm curious about the concept of computing, like uh, how how would you feel that you know the 5G connectivity plus larger screens and that frenzy that's coming like how do you feel that it's going to transform that space yeah I, no that's a that's a good one it's actually it's it's really um exciting for me personally when you look at every generation of you know broadband cellular networks as it gets settled in categories technically or um, they evolve, you know, and I think to your point, screens get crisper, larger. So I'm with you on that one where screens are going to get, frankly, more immersive, uh, frankly, because of that throughput. Uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's, there's a combination of connectivity and also large screens at the same time. But, you know, on the point of connectivity, it's getting even more, more and more important on computing devices. Like when we look at our Tabis series, 40% and this goes back to the conversation about tablets versus laptops, 40% of consumers who bought the Tab S series were actually looking, were actually looking for a, a traditional laptop. Oh. So 40%. They didn't oh. necessarily replace it to your point, you know, about complimentary and all that. They didn't necessarily replace the device, but 40%. And 40% is huge. But here's the interesting part, Jaime. When you look at the Tab S connected users, these are folks who are buying the connected devices, 50% were actually looking for a laptop. Mm. So yeah, and that's really true. So this connected initiative is something that we've, we're pretty passionate about and we, we're gonna build on it. So expanding connected models, bringing 5G into broader devices, larger immersive screens. Uh, you know, one, one interesting thing I, I was just thinking about, you know, uh, Josh, to your earlier point, um, and I think you'll love this one, is for all the people who bought the you know previous Tab S series, about over sixty percent of them were actually in the market for or would consider a larger screen. Mm. So sixty percent were actually thinking of a, potentially a larger screen than what they ended up buying. And, and I'm so actually, again, these are yeah. I'm actually gonna throw you a curveball right here, because um, <laughs> I, I I'm curious mainly because of that. Like I would assume because of how many companies have abandoned tablets, like what is it, what mojo has Samsung found to actually continue and then succeed in the market to the point where you've discovered and have converted consumers? Because I know a lot of people that really don't really need a computer. Like it's, it's probably just too much for them for, for the mm. average things. I think a tablet is more than enough of the experience, but it's, it, you know, I, for you to, to actually validate those comments only makes me wonder, like, 
you know, how have, like, what do you think that Samsung has found here, uh, you know, aside from your research, because so many companies have abandoned tablets, and I feel that actually we're converging to more of that, where computers are becoming, you know, more like the heavy-duty products that a certain niche is going to need, and then tablets is more like the general solution for everything. What do you think? Yeah, you know, that's a that's a good point, I mean, but what the data is interesting because even though we see sort of this overlap, the consideration set, uh, you know, between operating system price points, form factors, there's a lot of overlap. A lot of our consumers, I, and I think you hit the nail on the head when you said things like complementary. Yeah, there's overlap, but most consumers still are, especially the enthusiasts, are still looking at complementary devices. So yes, a, a traditional laptop can be super portable, super thin, super light, um, and have a touch screen and a pen support and, and you know, uh, uh, as a convertible form factor, so it can be moved around and used as a quote unquote tablet. People will still buy that and still buy a traditional tablet. Why? Because there's many factors and it's sort of hard to pinpoint just one thing. One element is operating system. Another element is, hey, I still want a, uh, my keyboard attached to my screen. So I don't want it detachable. I want it detachable only for this use case. Mm. So a, a, another one could be, hey, I like the camera on this one. So I'm going to use this for this use case and this for this use case. So as much as we uh, think that, and I think it's, it's a very logical assumption that people want to aggregate their use cases and their devices, there's still a lot of segmenting going on. So people mm. are still, especially, you know, with today's consumers, they want the best, if you will, and they, and they look at their use cases and they say, yes, bring in the best. And it goes back to my point uh, number two, if you will, where Samsung is lucky and fortunate to be in so many different categories that we can actually play into that, where we're bringing the best of different, uh, different categories into different categories, uh, but we're not necessarily replacing them. So big screens becoming a big thing, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, even in my own life. Uh, but I'm curious about this because of obviously tablets can come in so many shapes and sizes, uh, but Samsung will always be one of those companies that really champions having as big a screen as possible. I mean, after all, you had the Galaxy Note line and that sort of pioneered the entire big screen experience in your pocket. Um, but can you tell us more about this focus of going bigger? Uh, at bigger as big as possible because even this tablet in front of me right now at around the 12 and a half inch form factor um how do you land on a size like this because i'm looking at this right now and it's just a smidge smaller than like a 13 inch ultrabook or laptop that i would typically use and we've been talking about this shift to more computing products and that people who get these uh, these tablets were actually in the market for small laptops and whatnot. So at what point are you really trying to bridge this gap and go beyond perhaps that whole complementary side and actually be the solution for people who are looking for something around 13 inches? No, that's a, that's a, good, uh, that's a good question. For me, I, I go back to what we did with the Tab S7 series. Last year, mm -hmm. uh, you know, people were super excited about the tablet 7 series when we actually announced it you know the first 5g um 5g tablet in the us the world's only 12 larger than 12 inch super amoled uh, detachable out there and for us uh, that excitement translated into consumer sentiment and obviously uh, people were actually picking these devices up and what's really and we grew grew in what we call super premium share so that was really exciting for us. So um, to answer your question, uh, the Tab S7e is ultimately an expansion of that promise of the large screen, the keyboard, and, and the, the pen obviously included. For, for us, I also go back to the, uh, the previous points I made. They will always be overlap and consideration set, but we don't really feel that there will be a replacement. Mm. Because there will still be someone who says, hey, I, I, I consider myself, you know, portable. I want to get things done. I want to use Android apps. I want to use the Android operating system. Uh, I want to be able to use the S Pen. Um, and I want to be able to use DeX and ultimately use that for a certain use case. So mm. uh, if with the Tab 7 FE, with the aggressive price point we have, 
we feel that this would be something like a college student or an early professional that would target them extremely well. However, you know, they would still, you know, to Jaime's earlier point, when they'd like to actually get a lot more done, um, maybe get a, uh, you know, a Galaxy Book Pro 360 with a higher specs in it to focus on video editing. Uh, same capabilities, but maybe different um, use cases. Right. All right. Uh, are you ready for the hard-hitting questions? All right. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So... Samsung did something last year that was completely. I, I, so it, it's as if you guys built your own flagship killer. It was called the Galaxy S20 Fan Edition, uh, the FE. I mean, uh, some people crowned it the best phone of the year. We crowned it to be the best value. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, I have a product right here that Josh is going to like shoot me for. Behave. So this is the Samsung Galaxy Tab S7 FE 5G. And let me just read the specs. I mean, we've got a metal unibody. Uh, we've got a 2560 by 1600 resolution, 12.4 inch LCD. We've got expandable storage. The S Pen comes in the box. You've got 5G. You've got the kitchen sink. You've got the dishes. I mean, <laughs> you really, at this price point, like you were already, you know, with the Tab S7 Plus and Tab S7, you already had, you know, the best of both worlds. And then you just hit people really hard with this. This makes an iPad Air look really, really bad in all this value proposition. And I mean, I'm just, uh, you know, e even if people would want to get an iPad that would be comparable all the amount of things that you have to add on it, like buy the pencil separately, buy, you know, all the accessories, there's no expandable storage, so you have to pay more for the tablet and this and that. Like, just tell us more about how this product came to be. First of all, Jaime, that was a hard question. Come on, man. No, okay, I'm not saying anything. No, no, this is one, one of many. We're just, we're just getting started. Get your coffee. Uh, You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, I mean, uh, leaks are welcomed. We're not gonna lose our friendship over that. <laughs> I oh, love I it. Know, here's know, here's but... this amazing product in my hand. The question is why and how? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, it, it goes back to previous, you know, Josh's question and, and what I talked about. The Tab S7 series for us was super, super special. And, yeah. and beyond all the facts I just mentioned before was we actually, with each iteration of the Tab S series, we've grown in the premium space. So, but with the Tab S7, we grew in at least, you know, not only just a run rates, but consumer preference, it was two to four times folds over. So, Whoa. I mean, there was exponential growth with the Tab S, especially with the S7 series. And it was with the Android operating system. Right. So, uh, you know, to your point, um, you know, one interesting thing is in some periods, we see 80% of people who are buying the Tab S7 series are actually buying the keyboards. Now, who would have ever thought 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 that for the Tabas series? Right, eighty like percent. So, when we think of the fan edition, uh, those are the sort of the metrics we're thinking in mind when we're saying, okay, we want to expand, get these in the hands of people. So, things like keyboard support, S Pen, a large screen, and that's that's ultimately where what the thinking was behind this product. So, we started with the Tabas S Seven series, and we said, okay, where are we going to take this? for the next year. And the idea was, we're going to expand on these promises, if you will, or USBs, unique selling points, and expand them to broader reach. Mm -hmm. So that that is the behind the scenes, if you will. <laughs> and so, so the plan is to, for the Tab S7 Plus to remain in the market, and then the FE would be, because there, there's really not much, like, yes, there are differences, uh, just like with the S7, F, sorry, with the S20 FE and the S20 at the time, there were the differences. But so the plan is for the lineup to for this to complement the lineup, correct? Yeah. So we are moving from a sort of two uh, two top S7 series to now a three top. So mm -hmm. it'll be the S7 Plus, S7, and the S7 uh, FE. So pretty mm -hmm. excited for again the theme of of them all are about two in ones, Dex, Pen large screens, and my favorite, obviously, 5G. All right. Yeah.
Um, I don't think we actually articulated in this last minute or so what the actual price of this S7 FE is, the Tab S7 FE is. Um, I, uh, I, I, I don't have that, but you can tell us, uh, Hassan. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, the, the Wi-Fi will start at 529. Oh, God. With the pen included. With the pen included, that's amazing. Um, and so, pretty much any S Pen works with it as well. So if you've already got any other S Pen or any or a Wacom compatible stylus, it'll also work with it. Correct. Correct. Yeah, wow, that's great. Um, all right. So the reason why I wanted to make sure we articulated the price is because I wanted to know where the S Seven FE, the Tab S Seven FE, I should remember to say Tab as well. Um, the Tab S7 FE, where that kind of lands in the general lineup, uh, more in the sense that we're seeing the term fan edition come back. And as Jaime articulated earlier, um, it was such a great product last year, at least in the mobile space with the Galaxy S20 FE. Um, so with the Tab S7 FE, are we expecting that fan edition sort of means that lower price point or rather aggressive pricing? Uh, does it mean 5G in this case? And what can it mean in the future when we start to see those two amazing letters FE show up at the end of a product name? Because I think you're starting to set an expect, not really an expectation, but I think users like myself who are enthusiasts, you see FE and your ears prick up. Like you are all of a sudden super interested in what this product is able to bring. So what can we expect from Fan Edition moving forward? Yeah, that's a, that's a good one as well. So Josh, we know when we, when we talked last, we talked about this hyper user, mm -hmm. uh, if you remember, right? So I love, I love that part about the previous conversation. Yeah, so yeah. I was me, like, me am, too. I, am I a hyper user? Am I a hyper user times two? Like, Well, you know, I, I, based on our conversations, uh, I mean, I would classify you as a hyper user, yes, right. because you're you're always on the go. I mean, every time I see you, you've got a new gadget. You're always telling me about the new stuff you've got. Um, and you're definitely a hyper user. But, <laughs> you know, uh, we're constantly, you know, looking and revisiting our segmentation. So now the hyper user has actually evolved. And now we're calling them a tech trailblazer. And Ooh, they're pretty much the same uh, same element. Uh, the, you know, the, there's, there's a lot of similarities to them. Just, the, I would say the, they're even more of an enthusiast than the hyper user, if you will. And it's someone who loves to try new things, gadgets, be in the know, or, you know, Jaime, if you will. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so, but, but, you know, I would say for the Tablet 7 FE, this device's secondary target is what we would say the tech trailblazer. I mentioned this earlier, with the aggressive price point, we think someone who's looking for, you know, the multimodal experience of touchscreen, S Pen, keyboard, mm -hmm. voice on a larger canvas to get things done, again, at that price point, is some, someone like a student or college or, you know, early professionals. Right. And I actually, I like the fact that you're transitioning into that because that, that sort of segues a little into the next question that I had because... I'm curious as to what elements, uh, you know, from out of all the research that you do, like what elements help you define what a fan, what needs, what fans need? Like, what is it that would satisfy the fans? I mean, is it the S Pen? Because, uh, I mean, it could also be the multi-active window, just the way you guys approach multitasking, which you've been doing since the original Galaxy Note, and which auto, like, I feel that there are so many companies that are doing phablets right now that don't get it, or companies that are doing tablets right now that just don't get it what is the point of a larger canvas if you don't know how to do the multitasking and or could it be decks like for me tab s4 was about decks and for me it was like the coolest thing to just snap the keyboard on and it automatically changed the environment automatically adapted to its new form factor and then i would just unsnap and boom it would turn back into a tablet like what what are the elements that you guys have discovered in order to pick these elements because for that price s pen like i think that is the most affordable product in your lineup that has s pen functionality and that crazy amount of resolution you, you see i'm here just right there the tech trailblazer just saying all these amazing things about samsung <laughs> <laughs> so that's good enough for us to talk about as we expand the Tavis. Actually, you know, there's, there's the way I see it is there's two ways to go about the, the fan editions for, you know, any initiative, if you will. The first one is make it so exclusive, you know, from a price point perspective, from a capability perspective, or the second uh, way to go, uh, which I'm a fan of, and I think the, the, the way you spoke about it 
is all the amazing things that you just mentioned, S Pen, Dex, multi-window, software, keyboard, large screen, 5G, all these amazing things, bring them into the hands of more people. Mm-hmm. So that is our approach for Fan Edition. And moving forward, FE, at least for, for, for tablets specifically, is going to be all about that. And tablets for us is all about getting uh, these experiences into the hands of consumers. And so when we, again, we set out S7, we said FE is going to be this. We're going to, whatever reactions, or let's just put it this way. When we built out the S7 series, we we had these key pillars, large screen, S Pen 5G, DeX, keyboard, all these elements. And we said Uh. FE is going to be this, right? FE is going to be sort of bringing this. But our the the reaction to the S7 series has been even more po- so like even more so positive than we expected that we couldn't wait to get the FE uh, out out huh. uh, the window and, and get into the hands of people. So I just keep uh, coming I, back I, I to I think like, that answers your question. Yeah, <laughs> no, sorry. I just keep coming back to this notion that you've brought up a few times already, Hassan. That um, you that Samsung understands that one size does not fit all which i find to be such a funny way to put it because when you think about it with features like dex especially once you attach a keyboard and the tablet in front of me has a keyboard that has a touchpad on it like you may not have a one size fits all product but it fits for a lot of people like it actually manages to bridge so many gaps uh because if you're looking for a large screen experience but you still want sort of that ease of use dex is providing that you know, you have more mm-hmm. of that easy to use um, uh, interface for a larger screen, for example. The S Pen is there. And while I'll, I'll go on record as to say I'm less of, a, of an S Pen user, it is still there. And if I wanted to draw or do anything in that regard, then the S Pen is still there for me, as will be the case with the, S, the Tab S7 FE. So I love this. I love this notion that not one size fits all, but I keep looking at these tablets, even the one that Jaime has that I don't. Um, and it's like... <laughs> I can we'll think talk of, about it. <laughs> I can think of so many people who benefit from the capabilities of a tablet. So maybe one size is starting to fit a ton of people. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like I'm yeah. a huge S Pen user. Like I'm the yeah. complete opposite. But for mm. me, it's like for a lot of people, it's doodling. For me, it's productivity. I I use Microsoft OneNote a lot, and so mm. for me to be able to write my scripts on it and then be able to like highlight or doodle or you know you know stupid little things like write on pdf man which was now merged into samsung notes like for me it's like i we have to sign ndas all the time (laughs) indeed and so when was the last time you had a printer man yeah well i do still have one and i hate it i'll tell you you (laughs) but you know what it's funny you bring that up because like uh, hassan just a little bit of behind the scenes for me and jaime i've seen him in real time using the S Pen to highlight stuff. And again, just cards on the table. The reason why I don't do stuff like that is because I was the worst note taker in school. So anybody, mm-hmm. anybody who's a student right now looking at this, like it's great. Don't get me wrong. Like typing scripts on this keyboard is amazing. I'm sure it will be on the Tab S7 FE as well. Um, but when I highlight things, I highlight like whole paragraphs. And it's it, like, what's the mm-hmm. point at that point if I'm highlighting the entire thing? So I was really bad. I was a bad shorthand note taker. So Jaime is definitely more that user, a lot better what, at it than I am. What about you, Hassan? Yeah, S-Pen user? Uh, I would classify myself as half and half. So I have uh, the S Pen. I'll use it. But, you know, I, get, I don't know if it's the nature of my job because I'm just playing with so many gadgets and so mm. many uh, devices. I'm on different inputs. So I'll actually do voice, I'll do keyboard, I'll do trackpad, I'll do a pen. So the, I don't really have a one single preference as much. And you know, it, this this conversation in itself, I can't believe it's it's happening, but this the segmentation, which I referred to, is coming to life, if you will. So there are people who know, like, uh, you know, there's, there's a huge percent of people who, who know that Samsung's all about the S Pen and mm-hmm. the innovations, if you will. But then when you look at the use cases, there's the enthusiasts who say, you know what, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get it if it doesn't have XYZ. And there are people mm-hmm. who say, I'll get it, but I mean I mean I'll use it. I just want it just in just in case. Right? So uh, it's really interesting. But what's the expectation is from Samsung as a product is especially what, what I call the uh, category changers, if you will, the people actually expect that. So you will see uh, data points in especially like a piece, the PC world, that Samsung is able to uh, 
command a brand. What I mean by that is the price are not the motivators. The innovation, mm. the brand, those mm. are the, the motivators. So people expect things like the S Pen in a, in a computing device. People want that, but they may not use it, you know, to Josh, just to defend Josh here. They, 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 they may not use it. They'll get it, but they may not use it. Yeah. And to your point, you know, people who are the first people to buy it, they're probably the likely ones to actually use the S Pen. So I'm just defending both of you here. I'm playing the middle person right now. <laughs> but that's the thing. You have you have so many products in just the Samsung brand itself that will cater to even different users like Jaime and myself. And of course, you have like the broader ecosystem, the galaxy, if you will. Um, everything from TVs to fridges to smartwatches, earbuds, all of that. Um, and the last time we spoke, your department of computing was starting to go even harder into it, have an even stronger foothold in the greater galaxy ecosystem. So with more of these inter integrations happening um, with the Tab S7 FE, for example, the Tab S7 line in general, and beyond that, like what's next for this whole ecosystem integration that we're really seeing Samsung push here? You know, that's a, that's a really good uh, question too. So when we see uh, consumers buying uh, our devices, and this is going back to the previous question, is especially the enthusiasts, they're going and buying the best of the best, if you will. But what's a trend we're seeing over the past couple of years is um, it's not just one category. So these Samsung users are buying uh, you know, devices in many categories, the best smartphone, the best refrigerator, the best TV, the best uh, you know, uh, tablet, the best PC, uh, and uh, you know, the list goes on. And what's really interesting is there's a lot of overlap, you know, mm. so what for, we've undertaken this initiative that now this consumer, uh, and we've seen the data for this, is they not only just want the best in every category or they associate one brand name in each category, they want these devices, the best devices, to actually talk to one another. Mm -hmm. That's how they feel whole. So if I'm on my PC, I want to be able to share my screen naturally, uh, uh, immediately on a tablet without uh, any big obstacles. This is number one obstacle is usually operating system. And we, yeah. they don't want that. But now we're making that possible with the One UI uh, and being for a Windows PC, being able to wirelessly display onto your tablet and act as a secondary wireless display screen for you, where you can actually use the S Pen, sign a PDF, send it back uh, on, your, on your emails or whatnot. So the, the feeling whole is where I think we're going to keep going. And the, it's, it's all about that Galaxy ecosystem. It doesn't matter what form factor, what category, what mm. device it is. As long as you're part of that Galaxy ecosystem, that's, what's, that's where we're going to go. I was I was silently chuckling a second ago because I could see in Jaime's face you were listing off all those products fridge mobile phone tablet and I could hear Jaime in his head going dibs dibs. <laughs> I mean, uh, listen, I uh, you know I what can I say? <laughs> um, but all right, let's 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 continue with the hard hitting questions and and let's stick to the concept of displays because I mean I've noticed this like obsession. I, I, I just have to say it. I'll, I'm just going to pull out the product that I have in my pocket right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've noticed that Samsung has this obsession over large screens ever since day one. And, dude, I was one of the people in Berlin looking at the first Galaxy Note and cracking up. I was like, these guys are mad. You have to, you know, at the time, you have to understand, like, the Galaxy S was barely out. Um, and, you know, it was finding success. At the time, it was becoming the most popular Samsung, the most popular Android OEMs. Uh, and But then, you know, launching that behemoth, and I remember us just, we cracked jokes. And then you guys just... You know, you were like, hold my beer and you guys owned it. And you, you know, I don't know, uh, props to whatever research company you had or whatever drove the product. I don't know if it was that the engineers came up with the idea and then you guys in marketing had to figure out how to sell it. I don't know, but it worked. Uh, and we started getting, and you were the first company, like, think about this. Like you were the first company to do multitasking on, an, on a smartphone, period. Multitasking first. 
the first company to actually figure out styli uh i i had been a pocket pc user before and so like i remember the resistive touchscreens. and so when you guys threw it like we knew what wacom was but to put that on a phone mm -hmm. um but you know I, i'm curious as to you know we had all these first and all this success and so but then i noticed that you know every single event that you do it's always like it's slightly larger and it's larger and it's and it continues getting larger and oh crap now it folds uh because we want to continue making so what what is it with the obsession like you know what does the future look like i mean you you've come to the point where it's gotten so big that you're you're folding it now so i mean any comments on on what to expect <laughs> I, I knew I shouldn't have said that previous comment about easy questions. Like, you start leaking stuff. But uh, I, I, I told you we'd get there. I mean, don't, don't listen. Don't worry. We're just going to pause record. Josh is not listening right now. So whether he publishes it, like, you know, don't worry about it. You're a good guy. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, uh, maybe mm -hmm, interesting. I got to think about this. All right. Well, so you're right. You know, it, it actually started. You know, it, it, the whole conversation we've had today summarizes a lot of it. We, you talked about this 5G, the emergence of cellular broadband networks changing and that really uh, evolving the categories. But then also there's a consumer preference of more immersiveness, um, you know, in their in their devices. So and it's a combination of what the consumers want. We're obsessed with other consumers at the same time. Technology advancements allow us to enable those. So large screen is going to or large large and immersive screens are always going to be a theme at samsung always huh. and i think for us that 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 i can say now in terms of where we're going into the future um i did i, I hmm, okay all right i can say this <laughs> uh you know yes we've got him. Yeah, <laughs> um, i even dropped my water <laughs> Large screens will continue to be a theme. Okay. Can okay. I say that? Is that is that good? Is that good enough for you? Okay. Okay. You're saying that there is there's no going back. There's no I going mean, back. I do like that way of putting it. <laughs> there's there, no there's going, no going back. Can, like I can, like, yes. can. Can I can I assume that there will that that would be like the dominating factor? continuously like even even oled technology just helps companies reduce bezels pretty much make them invisible my tv behind here is oled like and, and it's a samsung invention pretty much i okay, okay. well uh, let, let me let me let me answer it that way this way um you can do you find oled immersive oh yeah oh yeah absolutely oh, yeah. Do, you find, mm -hmm. do you find large screen immersive of course mm -hmm. of course so yes i can i can say that immersiveness will be a theme moving forward okay All right. immersiveness I'm trying to think and there was one last there was one last aspect to a potential future endeavor that we kind of miss here and that is a large screen there's no turning back but maybe those large screens are easier to carry they can become easier to transport that's all i'm just going to say there um, alluding a little bit was to that a, was that another idea? Josh? It might it might have been idea? it might have been. I mean, I may <laughs> already had an example of that in his pocket. Let me just put it that way as well. <laughs> so ah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I love this thing. Uh, it just it, it is what it is. Like I, you know, I I think that generation one of the Galaxy Fold was you know it was a step in the right direction. It was still not there. Like every first generation product, I remember that my first the Galaxy Note that I liked the most was version three. Galaxy Note 3, mm. like, I still have that phone. Um, wow. Yeah, I still have it. It still works, man. Doesn't get any updates anymore, but it still works. <laughs> uh, you know, because it's, it's what? It's 2014? I think. Like, it, it was around yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's been yeah. that long. And so, um, but yeah, I still have the Tab S4. It is still in the studio. It is still the one that I use. Well, it was still up until like a couple of days ago when I got this unit. It was the unit that I was using for my for my highlights. And so like, yeah, I mean. And I'm always going to remember yeah. when uh, Samsung first put the AMOLED displays on a tablet. You had a, a whole event at Madison Square Garden even 
just for that and it was like the oh, whole yeah. the whole thing was like uh adding like just better color i'm trying to remember what the marketing was but it had something to do with color and that's obviously what we ended up getting in those and now amoled is on more things um uh which kind of leads me to the next let's we'll call this the hard-hitting question that i can ask uh, <laughs> what is your ideal device what is what is the holy grail device for hassan we ask ourselves this question all the time. Like yeah. if we, if you had to like move on to another job or whatever, like, and you could, could only pick one, like mm -hmm. what would it be? Wow. Okay. So I will say, I will give Josh the credit for asking the hardest question for the day so far. <laughs> um, so. Because um, the easiest answer you know is okay, always everything, an right? We always want literally everything yeah. in one device, but it's well, kind of hard to make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have an well, I have an answer, and it's not a it's not a cop out answer because okay. it is it is the reality. Um, you know, um, I so I would define myself also as a tech trailblazer, mm -hmm. and the tech trailblazer, if you remember, uh, doesn't really uh, aggregate products he or she will segment them sure so uh you know different use cases so for me to pick one product would be very unfair so i would probably pick <laughs> multiple <laughs> the best of each category that, that's what we all say but like <laughs> like okay so you would you would pick a list what would they be okay yeah. all right how about this if you were to ask me today today mm -hmm. what is out of everything we're talking about. And today we're talking about large screen mm -hmm. tablets, right. right? Tab is seven FE. And this is a product I can tell you that I have personally been involved with from the incubation all the way to launch. Mm -hmm. So it has a lot of special meaning to me. And again, all the products have I've, I've been involved with, but this one, uh, because of where we are today, what we're talking about, uh, it maybe it's just the the you know just just it's all about today. It's all about the right, time. Right, right, right. No, so it's, I will it's, pick it's, the it's been your baby right now. I, I could get that. I could get yeah. that. Like you're proud of your baby. Yeah. You're proud of what you've you've come up with. And I, you know, I don't blame you. Like, cause I I I do feel that it is you know. And again, it's not just because we're doing this 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 podcast, and it's not just because we have you invited. But like, obviously, I come from a third world country. I you know, I have conversations with my friends who do not have the economical means. So for me, the reality that we're living after this pandemic or pretty much during this pandemic is, is, you know, I, it's been my reality all my life to see my friends struggle. And for them, like, I remember my trip to India, for example, uh, which Josh went with me mm -hmm. in that trip. And for us, it was very interesting to meet people that did their research absolutely full research on every product they would buy and they would feel proud of whatever they pr product they bought like they knew up 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 to the cores they knew everything about the phone they carried or the tablet they carried because for them it was a three-year product like mm -hmm. for them the product had to age well and so, I mean, you've got the materials down. You're not you're not cheaping out on the materials. So you've got a metal unibody. Uh, for me, one of the biggest concerns when I, you know, for me, tablets are about resolution. Like that is it for me. Like the moment that I that that we started dealing with, like you know, Quad HD, which you were one of the first companies to do it. I I believe the first 720p display was Galaxy Nexus. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's a I deep that, cut. I, I know, I know. But it, like for me, it's like I I need resolution. Mm. I need uh, I need crisp text and everything. And so you're giving me the resolution. You're giving me the metal unit body. You're adding the S Pen, which for me is invaluable. Like I I I seriously can't wait for the Galaxy Z Fold. I mean, the rumors or whatever. But like for me, I need a large device with the pen because for me, it's it's a workhorse. It becomes a tool. Um, and so once you're adding all those elements, which I feel like for me, nail the essentials of a tablet, it's, it doesn't just become this consumption device, which I could watch, you know, my, my YouTube TV or whatever it is that I'm going to watch. It also becomes a tool. 
and I could make it whatever I want, whenever I want. And so for me, if I had to pick, if I had to pick just one device, I would also pick a tablet. I would, that oh, would be it. Like okay. I would also pick a tablet. Like I, I would rather figure out my ways around it. Um, then, you know, have to deal with the limitations of a computer from a usage perspective, because I've already tested, I've already tasted it. Like I've already tasted mm. what it's like, like for me right now, I, I, I just graduated some credits from college that I had pending from years ago. And if it wasn't for the S pen, I would have not been able to do my statistics homeworks because I didn't have a printer and we couldn't buy a printer because everything was closed because of the pandemic. And so for me to be mm. able to like do everything on the screen and then just take a screenshot and then turn it into a PDF and send it over, like, dude, that for me was like awesome. I'm slowly, I'm slowly getting into that headspace as well. Like I've been alluding to in this podcast already is that I've been becoming more and more open to the tablet form factor whereas beforehand it just wasn't really that big for me yes um, you can josh just follow the peloton messaging yes you can join the dark side man it's just that like dude there are so many things you can do with a tablet that you can't do with a computer and as we're bridging the gap when it comes to chips when it comes to the capabilities when it comes to the apps like android particularly man mm -hmm. it's just it's 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 kind of irresistible man yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, well, you know, Josh asked the question, so I'm curious. To, so now Jaime and I have weighed in. Josh, what's yours? I see now. everything that Jaime <laughs> was saying is uh, was such a yeah. good point about the versatility of a tablet. Um, I have to admit, though, and right before we actually came on to do this call, I was already telling Hassan, like, you know, I'm looking for those Samsung gaming laptops and all of that. So <laughs> I'm actually kind of I'm so in the middle. That's the thing. Like, um, like I was saying before, a tablet like the one in front of me right now, the Tab S7 Plus, it does such it does such a good job of getting so close to being that replacement. But you're not trying to make it a replacement product. But I, I will admit it's it's getting really close. I use it for productivity all the time now. And like I said in the last show, and it's still true this beautiful screen is great for watching all of my korean dramas and all of my anime and all that stuff so yes like it fulfills so many of those roles but you know at 12 and a half inches for this and i'm and it's a great it's a great form factor a great size for this kind of screen just a tiny bit more than that in a samsung laptop <laughs> that has all those capabilities like Dude, listen <laughs> think about it wouldn't it be easier for us to convince hassan to sit down with his r d team and be like can we just get a really good video editor? That's what I'm like, saying. It doesn't exist on Android. Like, can we just build it? And, and that, like, for me, that would be it. Like, think about it. If we had that mm -hmm. on Android, this would be my only device. And that's that the would thing. Be it. There are so few degrees between the overall yeah. usefulness of the tablet and then me still picking an Ultrabook. Like, there's so few degrees. And if there was a video editor on Android, Jaime's right, it would be that. But beyond that just that just those few degrees still make me prefer a small ultrabook laptop that probably has gaming capabilities but because it's able to game it is able to do the video editing that jaime is alluding to yeah no i i got it and and you know uh, uh you guys we heard that message about video editing and app support uh on the android operating system you know quite loud and clear and and, and you've you know, built how many apps for android like for me you know, after after using the Book Flex or the Book Pro 360, like even bringing those Android apps that you built into Windows, like for me, actually makes her it. It's the added value of the tablet of the computer there. Yeah, and and, and in addition to in, in addition to us building it, uh, frankly, we also it goes back to that previous question about partnering. We're actually we we're working very closely with Google on expanding the lineup of third party app support. Huh. So on large screens, and yes, for yes, us, you can. Yes, yes, you can. We, yes, and yes, 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 we can. Uh, uh, we're on that bike. We're, we we can. We're and um, we're gonna do it. And I think in the next couple, so some periods, you'll start seeing some exciting momentum on that front as well. Mm. Good, good. So. Can't wait to see yeah. it. Well, um, I think that for the most part is going to do it for our time here on the Pocket Now Weekly podcast with Hassan. Hassan, thank you so much for being on. As we said last time, and this is this is what came of that. You can come on anytime you want, man. Like we we love having you on and talking. Yeah, to... I, I think this should not be a, a, a once a year thing. Like I, I agree. Because um, because again, you know, we we get to see the final product and 
and yes, like we we're lucky to, you know, get a little early look at products with embargoes and everything, which is which is fantastic. But but you get to see you get like you already know what you're working on two years from now. And <laughs> I, I, Josh, I don't know what we need to do, man. We need to make this guy break somehow. Like uh, <laughs> it, 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 we, we need to add a little more serum or, or <laughs> no, I think yeah, I, yeah. I do think that when we can do finally some sort of in-person podcast, in-person interview or whatever, or even we're just talking and we just have it, you know, just have the three of us hanging out. Like probably it's going to, it's going to happen eventually, Jaime. I think I so. have a crazy idea. I hope we can do this in person at CES. Indeed. Yeah, it's not a, not a bad idea. But, you know, for me, I, as I said, anytime I need to feel great, I just come on, on this podcast with you guys. I'm Appreciate a fan it. of your, your, your guys' work, uh, you know, and uh, the things that you guys do. So uh, for me to be part of this conversation, is, is uh, it's the honors and the privilege is all mine. So thank you. Well, we're fans of what you're doing, man. Thank you for joining. On the, on the contrary, it's a pleasure for us to have you here. Indeed. And for CES, make sure you have a small section with three, ta- with three chairs and a table in front of that wall. <laughs> then we'll just uh, we'll just do I, a talk. Should I label it Tech Trailblazers right at the top? Or? I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> All right, awesome. Hassan, thank you thank so you much. Thanks so much. Don't forget to check out content on the Samsung Galaxy Tab S7FE on PocketNow.com, where you can also keep up with the latest headlines. Of course, there will also be video content on the new tablet over at the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash PocketNow. Links for the content and for the product itself are going to be in the show notes alongside links for following myself, Jaime, and PocketNow at large. Thanks again to Samsung for partnering with us to bring Hassan Anjum back to the PocketNow Weekly Podcast, and a big thanks to Hassan for yet another lovely conversation on the podcast. With all of that said, though, we're going to go ahead and call it on this one. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in our next episode.